Two trucks having sex. Two trucks having sex. My muscles, my muscles involuntarily flex. Two trucks having sex. Two trucks having sex. My muscles, my muscles involuntarily flex. Two pickup trucks making love. American made. Listen up, Auto Thoughts and Deceptive Clowns. You're listening to Prime Cuts, a Transformers television podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Audrey. I'm your other host, Nero. Today we're l- watching uh, Armada episodes 20 and 21, one of which was pretty good and the other of which had some issues. I would like to uh, start out by, by formally congratulating episode three on not being the worst thing I've ever seen anymore. Um, <laughs> I don't know how this happened. It's pretty tragic. I don't know what happened to make episode 21 like that, but we'll get there. Top 10 top ten anime deaths, except in this case, it's the death of the entire animation team for episode 21. Yeah, just, I get, yeah, baffling. There's also a lot of, there's also other weird things going on with that too, particularly the dub intro narration but once again we'll get there first we have to talk about episode 20 which in the dub is called reinforcement brand new reinforcement get it the i'm so glad that the pattern of just chopping off one or two words to get the the dub title is staying true yeah no i mean if i mean if you look at the entire list of armada episodes in english it literally is just entirely one word yep except for the first one which is uh, except for the first and i think last uh, which are two words. That's how you know they're important. Yep. So, you know, you know how it is these days. We start off with a very familiar sight, which is the Autobots and Decepticons in battle, and the Autobots getting fucking trashed. Yeah. So things have gone, like, not great since the Star Saber no. fell into Megatron's hands for the Autobots. It's it's never really... They never really were able to get any other wins. They've just been getting rolled every goddamn week, pretty much. Ay, ay, ay. Um, yeah, I mean, Megatron's just, just slashing everybody up. Uh, Demolisher is like digging through a bunch of rocks trying to find the Minicon completely unimpeded because no one can touch him. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's like comical. Yeah, just like uh, they're all surrounding him and Megatron's like about to do a kung fu movie style. Like, a Wuxia-style takedown of the entire team, because he fucking can. In the dub, he says, Which one of you shall I dismantle first? Shall we hold a vote and make it democratic? I would vote for Hotshot. Yeah, probably Hot Rod. Hot Rod, I gotta say, probably has uh, pulled his weight the least of everyone on this team. Yeah, I mean, he's young and inexperienced, but also that means we lose the least if he gets chopped into pieces first. Right, and he also did, like, lose the Star Saber. He did fuck up really bad and trust a dude named Doubleface. He did fuck up really bad and trust a dude named Doubleface, who is also not acting suspiciously at all in these episodes, by the way. Don't worry about that. I don't have any sort of agenda, Megatron. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Yeah. (laughs) It's all good, man. (laughs) So, yeah. I'm just a little birthday boy. (laughs) I'm just a little birthday boy. You wouldn't hurt a little birthday motorcycle, would you, Megatron? So the God. kids are watching from the base, and they're just super bummed because, like, yeah, here we, yeah, there we go again. They're getting their asses beat. We're gonna lose another guy. <laughs> Mini con, uh, sucks. I want to go home. But they are home. 
Because they're not allowed on missions anymore. Thank God. No more child Thank endangerment. God. Uh, yeah, so things are looking pretty bad when uh, Devastor is like, hey, I got something for you guys. I got you a Christmas gift. And uh, the Christmas gift is a new guy. Another new guy just dropped. Yep. So, Red Alert... Well, first of all, before our new guy appears, Red Alert goes in to try to get into a sniping position. Um, but he gets blown the fuck up by Cyclonus before he can do anything. And so, yeah, everyone's like, oh, man, Red Alert looked like he had Aw, a good beans. shot there, but oh well. And just Aw, beans. So, Demolisher grabs a minicon and they all warp away. And then we see a, uh, a, a some some crosshairs centered directly on Demolisher's big stupid gun hands, and a cool guy is like, "Arrogance is the first sign of weakness," and just blasts the minicon out of his hands. Yeah, one one shot, one kill. Yep. So this is Blur. Uh, this is a guy that Scavenger called in for reinforcements from uh, somewhere. I guess he was just. My guess is he was just off being, like, a cool lone wanderer guy. Well, I mean, if we want to get into the lore, uh, he was, he's, a actually, we find this out a little bit later, he's a veteran Autobot, um, who was, uh, managing, like, a unit on another planet called Duke. Duke. Gotta go to planet Duke. Yeah, uh, in <laughs> in the Japanese, his name is Silverbolt, which is pretty funny, um, because in G1, Silverbolt was um, the leader of the Aerobots, which was basically, besides Skyfire and Powerglide, the only flyers that the Autobots ever had. Uh, they were a brand new uh, gestalt that was... Built. I mean, there's a lot in G1 about how young they are because they literally are built in the middle of the war. <laughs> so they're babies. like three years old. So they're like three years old. They're little uh, babies. Silverbolt turns into a supersonic jet, and also he's afraid of heights. And uh, they turn they turn into uh, a combiner named uh, Defensor. Nope, Superion. Defensor is the protector. Sorry, you're right. Is a protective right that right first aid in his. And his crew, they turn into Superion. So yeah. I always forget that there's two Autobot gestalts. There are. You you would forget that because Defensor is barely in the original cartoon. Um, he's in like three episodes, I think. The aerial yeah. bots get significantly more time. Yeah, but anyway, the fact that his name is Silverbolt is funny because he's not a flyer, and also he's like, like he is very appropriately named Blur because Blur is like the fastest racer. Yeah. On the Autobot side, and like notably, and like that is what his entire steez is. And so. of course, Silverbolt. Uh, also, the the more the most recent use of that name outside of this show was Beast Wars, the sort of very chivalrous, heroic uh, Maximal Fusor. He was also like the lone flyer on their team, pretty much. Um, uh, yeah, the most recent the most recent use of that name in television. Yeah, he was specifically. Uh, so, but Blur. Is of course, if you if anyone watched the original Transformers movie or the season three of the cartoon, uh, you would probably remember Blur as the guy who is voiced by John Mashita Jr., who is like the world record holder for fastest talker. He's also the Micro Machines guy. Oh, and actually, sorry, Nero, you were wrong. I forgot that Silverbolt's in Cyberverse. There you go. He, yeah. Uh, there you go. He keeps showing up. And so... Blur in G1, he's kind of an inexperienced bot. Uh, he's very extremely fast. 
This version of Blur basically only carries over his cool car and penchant for, like, speed. Um, this version of Blur is extremely a, like, badass, loose cannon sort of guy who's really good at sniping. And doesn't like fun. And doesn't work well with others. He's IDW Perceptor. A little bit, yeah. I think Perceptor might be a bit more personable, though. Blur's a real hard ass, as we'll learn. Um, So he he, he shoots the... Yeah, but only for 20 minutes. He shoots the Minicon out of Demolisher's hands, snatches it up, and it turns out it is Incinerator. uh, His his new Minicon partner. Uh, It is... Uh, I, I like his sub name better, actually. It's Turbo in the sub. Ah, it turns fucking Turbo time. That's what, that's what he should say every time he power links is with him. <laughs> fucking Turbo time. Um, yeah, I forgot one thing also. When Blur... Jump into your racing car? When Blur shows up for the first time and does, like, a cool jump to catch the Minicon, in, in the dub, Scavenger says, That's Blur, and he's a bit of a hot dog. And I had to run it back to make sure he I heard him right. But I did. <laughs> he says, that's Blur. He's a bit of a hot dog. Uh, Presumably, you can't say he's a bit of a hot shot because you have a guy named Hotshot standing right there. But I feel like you could sub in many different synonyms for that, such as, I don't know, a bit of a maverick, a bit of a, a loose hothead? cannon, a bit of a hothead... Anything other than hot dog. <laughs> so actually, here's a fun fact. His name was originally going to be Nathan's. N- Nathan, <laughs> named after Nathan's hot dog stand, famously located in headquarters. The first one famously headquartered in Coney Island. Uh, so anyway. He turned no, into uh, one of those uh, convenience store hot dog rollers. Yeah, he just turns into uh, like a Nathan's food truck. <laughs> oh my God. I, I'm, I'm, I'm the snack guy. But I'm yeah, also a really get, good shot. Whenever you need those crinkle cuts, he's got you covered. Yeah, so, like, all the kids, of course, think this guy is cool as fuck. Even though he is, like, blow- he, everyone comes up to say hi, but he just blows everybody off. Especially Hot Shot. He just- I love how they've learned nothing. Yeah, no, like, it's it's great. So they all think he's super cool. They all get back to base. Um, Red Optimus is like- all right, so these are the kids I kind of adopted. You know, they're helping us, question mark. Listen, they, they I just keep them around. I don't really know why. And yeah, in the sub, in the sub, he, like, looks. It's really funny because he looks at, he looks at Silverbolt and he's like, so you've met our team. These are um, the human children that we hang out with. Uh, they're important allies in, like, fighting the Decepticons. And Silverbolt just, like, stares at him and then walks away without saying anything. Yep. It's very funny. Same with the dub. He just, he just stares at him for a little bit and walks away. Like, oh, God, what have I got myself into here? Uh, um, yeah. Um, everyone kind of chases after him. I, I want to talk about Blur's design a little bit because I think it's actually kind of cool. So his, um, his, like, back piece is meant to sort of... Uh, evoke a long coat because he's a gunslinger, um, which I think is a cool design choice. I also like his uh, his weird like visor. I wish it was opaque like his toy is. I, his his little eyes are kind of weird looking, but uh, yeah. But other than that, I think his design is pretty cool. Uh, and so and everyone else also thinks his design is pretty cool because you know. Oh my! 
I need to talk about, like, the discussion that the kids have about him. Uh, because it is just, like, unintentionally very funny. Because I have um, the emotional intelligence of a 12-year-old. So... The first one to, like, sort of approach, so, like, Billy, Carlos, and Jim, the three of them are like, we're gonna, we're gonna, like, ingratiate ourselves with, uh, with Silverbolt, and Jim is actually the first one to go over, and he, like, knocks on, like, he knocks on Silverbolt's shin, and he goes, wow, you're so hard, and then, like, pats his own stomach and goes, not like me at all, and... (laughs) And, like, Billy goes over to him and goes, like, yeah, well, of course he's hard. Like, Convoy's super hard, too. <laughs> and, or, or Optimus is, is super hard, too. And at the end of it, like, Carlos is like, yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. That's what I mean. They're all hard. <laughs> and I was like, cool. Great conversation. Flair's <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, and Silverbolt's like, okay. Oh, yeah, cool. cool. Yeah, great. Thanks. Yeah, they they but, sort of but have But you this... heard it here, folks. You heard it here, folks. Actual line. That's what I mean. They're all hard. They're all hard. Especially Hotshot. Once again, I have to remind everyone that he doesn't take any prisoners and he's here for action. And they're all hard. Yeah, anyway, I've I have a very juvenile sense of humor, obviously. Another but... thing about Blur in the dub is that I definitely think his voice actor is going for a Clint Eastwood kind of voice, um, specifically like a Dirty Harry sort of delivery on him, which I think fits. I assume he also has like a cool tough guy voice in the in the sub, too. Um, so while there's, there's a very funny bit where the kids fall a blur out into the hallway because uh, he's, you know, ignoring them and walking away. And then he does like a weird combat roll and points his gun at him. <laughs> It's like, danger yeah. Danger could be anywhere. Watch out. Yeah. So, like, Hot Rod's like, man, I see how it is. You don't care about your friends. You don't care about your colleagues. You don't care to get to know us at all. Um, Like, that's pretty shitty or whatever. And Silverbolt just looks at him and goes, I don't believe love can bloom in the battlefield. There's no time for that nonsense. I'm a professional. I get shit done. I'm not here for any of that lovey-dovey bullshit. Yeah, he is He is extremely the, the fucking Vegeta of the team currently. Um, but yeah, so we cut to a, uh, uh, like a, a bunch of mountains near a racetrack. And something that has never happened before happens. A Minicon wakes up on his own. Um, yeah. This is Downshift, who is the third member of the Skyboom Shield trio. Oh, so one thing I actually do want to mention is that uh, the Skyboom Shield is not called the Skyboom Shield in the sub. And I actually, so the Star Saber is still the Star Saber, but I actually kind of like the sub name better. It's the Cosmotector. Ooh, that is a cool so, name. Like the Cosmic Protector. So um, I really, so yes, but. Cosmotector. Cosmotector. That that's kind of great. Um, yeah. So yeah, this minicon awakens. Downshift is just up and about and decides, hey, I'm going to go do some laps on this racing circuit over here. Um, and of course, the the alarms are going off on both bases. There's a minicon about. Time to get going. Um, right. The, I the think, Decepticons get there first. Of course they do. Uh, blur. So. 
Uh, ever, the uh, the Autobots are getting ready to deploy, and Optimus puts Hot Shot together with Blur. He's like, alright, you two are partnered up. And I was just like, god damn it. Yeah, and before they go, actually, so Decepticons, like, get there first, but before they go, Megatron's like, alright, everyone, we're going to move out, and then he looks at Ironhide specifically, and he's like, don't you dare fuck this up again. <laughs> and Ironhide's like... I'll keep that in mind. Yeah, he, he's just like, if you fucking drop it again, I swear to God. And Demolitor's like, oh, I'm, listen, sir, I'm so sorry. You know I wouldn't, I've never purposefully set us back. I would never do that to you. I'm your most loyal soldier. Just, just ultimate suck up mode. Um, so yeah, Red Alert, or, you know, um, Hotshot is partnered up with Blur, obviously, they don't get along, but maybe by the end they'll they'll understand each other. Maybe uh, the real friends, etc. Um, I really actually I love this setting for uh, this episode. I love the race thing and, and how Downshift is just constantly like driving around, outrunning everybody. I think yeah. it's cool. Because yeah, uh, it's it's called a road. It's called a rainbow <laughs> road. It's a road where you go. It's <laughs> really more like a like a like a Mario circuit. Um, it just needs yeah. a chain chomp to knock Cyclonus out of the sky or something. Um, so like, obviously, all just chaos erupts as this minicon starts running. Um, the uh, Hotshot and Blur are in pursuit. The rest of them basically go to hold off the Decepticons. Yeah, this is becoming the road where you go when you die. Yes. It's the road where you go I also, when you die. I love that uh, Swindle is in pursuit of downshift. Yes. So so everyone goes after them, but we stop seeing Starscream, but he sends Grid out, presumably on a play date. Yeah. Because, like, Grid... Grid and this new Micron are like the exact same size, and they're just having a fun little go kart race. Yep. And uh, so then, then Blur and Hotshot get involved. Obviously, Hotshot power links with the Jolt to go a little faster, and Blur says, "Huh, amateur, watch this." And then he power links with Incinerator and fucking flies. Yeah, it's sort, sort of. of this. Yeah, it happens. It happens a little bit in the next episode as well, but like every time he evolves with Turbo, it's kind of like this Micron ain't shit Sega PlayStation. Yeah, it uh they they struggle a little bit on how to animate Blur's vehicle mode flying around. Um And there there is always the feeling with it as well that Blur Sorry, that, that like Silverbolt actually like doesn't know how to handle Turbo's power. That it's he's like able to do it, but he's like this is extremely tenuous. Yeah, I just I just watched Jingle all the way for Disney minus. So there's been a lot of Turbo in my life recently. Yeah, it's Turbo time. Um, yeah, it's like me with Ori Calcos. <laughs> so uh, at some point, Red Alert like. <laughs> catches swindle like he just grabs him and st- like holds him sort of like a struggling cat which is extremely funny um yeah and then he like hands it off to he hands it off to silverbolt right uh no i think it's smokescreen who he's you're right he hands it off to like he hands it off to grab and he's like he hey you take care of this for a while grabs like wait what and as he's doing this starscream flies above them and he's like fuck this yo grid <laughs> power link Yep, and then he just starts fucking blasting. Um, 
at some point. Oh yeah, <laughs> red alert. Oh, there's there's another thing, right? So sideways like charges directly at Oh no, he doesn't do that yet. That's the next episode. Oh, instead yeah. what what happens instead is that Smokescreen finally uh shows off what his special minicon ability is because what he what happens is he power links with Liftor, and his crane arm turns into a fucking sniper rifle. This this ch- happens next episode too. It happens here first, though. Um, oh, does it? Yeah he 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 goes okay. he he shoots down um he shoots down Starscream in both episodes. <laughs> he just can't, you know. It's yeah, one of his, so like that's right, that's right. Because the entire time Starscream and Cyclonus are harassing Hotshot and Blur as they're trying to get this minicon. So, right, and it needs again to be very clear. This entire episode basically has happened on the same circular, like Daytona 500 track. Yeah, they've just been racing around while Optimus and Megatron beat the shit out of each other somewhere off to the side. Um, and like, yeah, sideways gets blasted off the road as well. So Cyclonus manages to not get shot for once, which is impressive. Um, the bar is so low. The bar is so low for my boy Cyclonus. If he is not unconscious in the dirt, he's doing well. Um, so yeah, and and Blur and Hotshot, instead of like working together as a team, uh, they're basically getting into a dick measuring contest over who can get this minicon first. They're like running into each other and trying to push each other off the road. Just, just embarrassing stuff. Um, yeah. This is the point where Blur shows off a very confusing ability in which he does donuts so good that it makes a tornado. I mean, it's it's centrifugal force, bro. He's so fast. Um, it's that's the, just physics. But the I don't problem know what is, you're confused about. That's the problem just how is he works. doesn't look fast enough. Like I think he should like disappear into a into like a spinning wind thing, like the Flash. Um. But yeah, the, so he like blows downshift into the bleachers, and Hotshot's like, "Dude, what the fuck? Don't, don't hurt the minicons, you asshole!" Yeah. Uh, actually, yeah, what he says, actually, the exact exchange in the dub is really good. It's what uh, Hotshot says, "What are you doing? You could have wrecked that minicon." And then uh, Blur answers with, eh, "I hardly think so." And Hotshot retorts with, "You hardly think." Get his ass. Pretty good. Da, 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 da. <laughs> and meanwhile, the kids are just like, "You two need to shut the fuck up and stop fighting." Yeah, have you considered not being this way? Uh, and they both answer no and continue being that way. Um, Blur kind of reveals that he hasn't really gotten the memo on the mini cons being people. He is still under the under their worldview of they are tools to boost your power. And yeah. so he is not really worried about shooting at downshift to try and uh, not to like pin him down so someone else can grab him. Can't take your way to rights of sentient beings if they're not sentient. Thanks, Blur. Um, so Hotshot gets his foot stuck in the bleachers at some point. Um, just just a just a whole mess going on over here in this corner of the racetrack. Downshift like falls through the bleachers. And drives off, and Hotchess is like, dude, what the fuck? You scared him off. Um, and this is when, yeah, this is when Downshift, uh, I believe, gets captured by Megatron. Yeah. 
Exactly. And it's like, it's like very clearly Hot Rod's fault. Yeah, no, like, I, want, I, I do kind of like that. Yeah, it's not just Blur being a prick. It, it is also Hot Shot being like arrogant and, and, and hot headed as well. And competitive. Yeah, and yeah, competitive. competitive. So, like, yeah, they lose this extremely important minicon, the Decepticons retreat, and the uh, everyone goes back to base, real dejected. The kids. All give Hotshot the fucking business for being like an overcompetitive asshole. They're like, you, you know, maybe you should have just. You did this? Yeah, you did this, you fucking asshole. <laughs> Go apologize to Blur right now. Yeah, and it plays the, uh, the Charlie Brown sad sack music. <laughs> um, so the, he, he walks outside and he sees Blur, you know. Brooding. Actually, you know what the music is. Sorry, you know what the music is. The music sounds like, uh, the music from. Uh, like the beginning of Kingdom Hearts two, oh, um, and Kingdom Hearts where you're uh in like choosing whether you want to focus on magic defense or attack. I thought you were um, gonna say it sounds like the sad Yakuza music, like the emotional Yakuza side story music. <laughs> no, it sounds it sounds like the like part. It's like weird and sort of like it sounds like it should be in a church. Like there's. Like stained glass, it evokes stained glass, and to me, it like really evokes the stain the the music that plays in like the stained glass settings at the beginning of Kingdom Hearts games, where yeah. you're like choosing your area to focus on. I'm curious about the uh, the subs OST because I'm pretty sure they have different scores. Um, oh, for sure, for sure, for I sure. Actually, and unlike say um, One Piece, where they just replaced it with terrible fucking like rock music basically i think the the new score they have for armada fits pretty all right for the most part um so yeah the blur and hotshot they meet you know blur is sitting out on 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 a, on a plateau and and brooding and thinking and being all introspective and shit um and you know they they, just, they basically just apologize to each other like hey man i'm sorry i was a prick for being so competitive and blur's like yeah you know, I'm, I'm glad i'm glad you said that i am also sorry for being a prick, for being an asshole to these minicons. I've been talking to Incinerator. You know, I am. Uh, I, I think I was wrong. Anyway, my Micron and I were uh, saw you cross the bar <laughs> and we love your vibe. <laughs> oh my god! It's like a weirdly romantic atmosphere at the end. It here. is the, the the fucking that bromance he had with Sideways. He's rekindling, and he was betrayed I know, by no one. one- by one no edgy one learns twin. shit in this show. No, but at least Blur. We know Blur is a is is a real one. At least uh, we know that we he, know that. Yeah, we know that Hotshot doesn't. But you know, yeah, he got betrayed by one like ed- like kind of edgy, cool guy with two guns, and so he just replaced him with another cool, edgy guy with two guns. I guess he has a type, is what I'm learning about Hotshot. Um, yeah, I mean, hey, chase your <laughs> chase your marital bliss, <laughs> and they 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 and they then they just start fist bumping, which is great. But then we cut back to the moon base. That's actually the sixth way that Transformers have sex: <laughs> fist bumping. That I that I didn't <laughs> talk about before. Oh man, this the secret sixth technique. Um, yeah. <laughs> so we cut up to the moon base where bad things are happening. <laughs> so. Uh, downshift awakens the other two uh race team minicons uh the 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 formula one car is named mirage and the uh, uh okay 
Yeah, and the and the rally car is named Dirt Boss. Um, Excuse me. <laughs> I think Dirt Boss might be a new name, but the other two oh, my- are are reused, I believe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Dirt Boss. I I don't think Dirt Boss has ever existed anywhere before. New 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 type of guy just dropped Dirt yeah, Boss. Yeah, that's. That's my favorite uh, food and travel network show, Dirt Boss. <laughs> dirt Boss. I'm going around America eating all the best dirt. I'm trying to find where the best dirt is. I'm shoveling it in my gullet. I'm making incredible dirt sculptures. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they combine to the Skyboom Shield, and Megatron is like, I am God. The Yeah, I am God. I could kill God and become the new God. I am so happy right now. And Sideways and, also looks yeah, happy. Yeah, Double Face is like, funny you should talk about God. Uh, as as Megatron is doing on this. And like, just like, sort of like looking at him and again, knife catting a little bit. Yeah, uh, don't worry. I'm just a normal guy. Don't worry about it. Um, that, so yeah, we end, and th- we end thankfully with, with, uh, Hotshot and Blur, uh, doing their fist bumps. I believe, I believe Hotshot says to him, hey bro, I've always got your back. They're just buddies now. Um. Again, weirdly romantic. My Micron and I saw you across the bar. We dig your vibe. <laughs> Hotshot just keeps accruing weird edgy boyfriends and I don't know why it keeps happening. Wait, I just remember he has another one, too. Oh, shit. That one's an X, though. Wheeljack. Okay. I was about to say Wheeljack? Yeah, all right. Um, so that brings us to what can be generously described as episode 21 of this television show. <laughs> it can be generously described as an episode. Hard to call since it wasn't actually animated. Uh, Decisive Battle is the name in the kind dub. Kind of a... Kind of a PowerPoint of an episode, if we're being honest with ourselves here. Yeah. Sorry, what was the name of it? Decisive Battle. Oh, well, hey, that's two words. Oh, that's right, I forgot. This is also a very important episode because it looks like shit. <laughs> uh, in the sub, it's Ominous Sign. <laughs> you know, I think that's a much better name for it than Decisive Battle, because I don't really know uh, yeah. what gets decided here. Um Although here's one here's another weird thing to add on to this train wreck of an episode. So for some goddamn reason, the usual narration is not present. Instead, about halfway through the intro, the narrator comes in and says, A lone meteor is crashing down to the lunar surface. The only hope the Decepticons have is to destroy it before it destroys them. Which is like not the plot of the episode. The meteor Wait, what? Yeah, so you remember how Megatron Yeah, blocks? no, I know what it's yeah. referring to, but what? Yeah, I don't know why that is that's... absolutely not the point of this scene, this opening scene, even it's a little insane. bit. It's insane. I don't know why that's like... like One, I don't know why they traded out the regular narration for that. Two, yeah, like, this meteor is inconsequential. It's just like a way to test out the, the fucking shield. Um, it's... Very it's like very strange. clearly. Yeah, like it's it's fucking inconsequential. You just saw, hey, look a meteor. I'm gonna test this shit out. Um, and he does, and it works. And so he's like, sick. Let's go kill the Autobots. Yeah, and like, uh, there is like a bunch of reactions from everyone else. Most disturbingly, like, or not disturbingly, like I- I'd say most pointedly, Starscream's like cool yeah hell yeah like starscream's watching this and he's like 
I'm not so sure about this one, Scoob. And you know who else shares that opinion, uh, worrying, weirdly enough? Sideways, who comes up and says, listen, Megatron, you, I know you've got the sword and the shield now. I don't, I really think you should show a little bit more caution and not, you know, underestimate your opponents. And then Megatron just says, duly noted, fuck off, I'm going to kill them all. It's, yeah, so it's like, it's a little different. So, yeah, Double Face is like, you know, even though you have both of these, like, incredible weapons, we really should wait until you know how best to use them. So you really feel comfortable with how to use them. Uh, Just because you have them doesn't mean that, like, the Autobots can't pull something out that we don't expect. And uh, we really want to make sure that you've mastered them. And Megatron just looks at him and is like, did you not just see me dissolve a meteor? I just fucking dissolved a meteor. So unless there's another reason that you don't want me to go kill Optimus right now, I'm going to go kill Optimus right now. And there's like a moment on Double Face's face where he's like, no, not at all. Go right ahead. Listen sideways. There's no way an old man would go, would go fucking ham. There's absolutely no way that could happen and, and ruin everything somehow. Uh, he he also says the thing about like you're not familiar with the shield yet uh, in the dub. He's like we should we should do a little bit more training before we we head on out. Um, cut down to Autobase and uh, Hotshot and Blur are doing like a homemade obstacle course, pretty much. Uh, which is very funny because all of the all of the minicons are throwing shit at them, just like th- just like metal scraps and shit. Yeah, we we. <laughs> we make our own fun here. <laughs> we do. Uh, Hotshot gets his ass beat. Blur is just too fast. He grabs the flag at the end. Um, and, you know they're 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 trash talking each other a little bit. And then Smokescreen comes in. And is like, hey guys, what you doing? Um, and Blur's like, oh, I don't know, I don't know if you're up to it, old man. Uh, it just makes me, it just makes me think of the fucking episode of SpongeBob where Mr. Krabs wants to be cool. <laughs> Um, so like, yeah, cause he's like, yeah, listen, I don't know. I, 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 we're doing an obstacle course, but it seems like you might be a bit too slow for it, old timer. I wouldn't want you to embarrass yourself. Um, and Smokes are just like, well, how about you shut the fuck up and watch this? Um, I have to say, Grap absolutely shines in these episode, in this episode specifically. Grap yeah. is about the only good thing about this episode. Yeah, this is a secret smokescreen episode. Um, he runs, th- he just runs through these, like, hanging, uh, m- like, scrap metal obstacles, just runs right through them, and grabs the flag, and then Blur just turns to Hotshot and says, like, well, he beat your time, I guess. Fucking Pretty loser. good! Pretty good! <laughs> so, uh, they get an alert, Megatron is FaceTiming them, challenging them to a duel. You know? Yeah! <laughs> I just went off just to be like, how did you get this number? I do like the implication, and again, this is mostly from like G1, that the Autobots and Decepticons had direct lines to each other whenever they wanted to use them. Yep. <laughs> like, we see this happen. We see this happen. Uh, All They the just time. don't do it. Yeah. Like, they know <laughs> where each other's bases are now, too. Like... They just, they right, just, yeah, both of them both of them have invaded each other's bases. One of them one time on accident, but you know, we we, we take those. Um 
So yeah, Megatron's just like, hey, motherfuckers, guess what? I've got the Star Saber and the Sky Boom Shield. You're going to meet me in this fucking desert, and I'm going to kill every last one of you. Or else I'm going to destroy the Earth. Bye. Yeah. Bye. So Optimus is like, well, I guess we're going to go get our asses beat. Yeah, all the kids are like, you absolutely cannot do this. He's going to kill the fuck out of you. And Optimus puts on his most zen face and goes, even when the odds are stacked against you, there are times when you must take action. And all the kids watched him leave and they're like, even when the odds are stacked against you. Damn, those guys are so hard. Wow. Yeah, like, so true, so true, bestie. <laughs> so, like, they they teleport out to this fucking desert. Uh, and this is where, this is where things start to get weird. Some kind of rift opens up and the animation begins to fall apart. You know, there's a, there's a, there's a habit yeah. in the, in the fandom where any, uh, any continuity discrepancy can be blamed on the Unicron singularity from Transformers Cybertron. Just warping reality and making things weird. I choose to believe this is what happened here. <laughs> Just everything went wrong for like 30 minutes. Because it's not great to look at. It's like, all right. So first of all, no one's on model ever at all. This is the first thing you need to know. Um, and like whenever there's a lot of static shots and whenever any actual animation needs to be done, either they drag them across the screen in Photoshop or yeah, no, I mean, it is, it is very clearly like a transparent asset on a background that's just being moved across the background. Yeah. They do that or they, use a an incredibly low detail animation model like look at look at megatron's model and then remove basically every single line on it and that's how he looks for about like 15 percent of this episode it's bad now look at your man now back to me now back to your man now back to me (laughs) i have an animation budget and proper animation scheduling he was made in a week (laughs) a week that's generous he was made in two days um yeah so yeah like megatron decides i'm gonna solo this whole team i'm gonna take everyone on um because i've got the shield yeah, like Ironhide is like, fuck yeah, let's do this, Lord Megatron. And Megatron's like, you shut the fuck up and sit down. Um, I mean, I, there's so many. I can't even rem- bring to mind all of the fucked up looking shit. I know I, the one that won't leave my brain is Long Cyclonus. That one is incredible. Um, yeah, that's pretty. That is, I mean, that uh, that's a combination of like bad animation and bad perspective. Like. <laughs> It's both, but it is not a good shot. It's, and he, that is not a short shot either. That is on screen for like three seconds. Uh, also, Cyclonus' rotors don't spin. There's a point later where he gets shot out of the sky. And like, it just cuts back and forth between a completely static shot. And then I'm pretty sure they use re they reuse um the the animation of him being blown out of the sky from like overmatch oh yeah oh yeah so there are there are a few moments of okay animation in the show which are all reused yeah, in like, this episode which are all reused from another episode uh there's a, a a pretty notable one um as 
Optimus is fighting Megatron of him dodging the Star Saber that's yeah. obviously reused from two episodes ago. Yeah, them, <laughs> like, them fighting on that snowy cliff. Yeah. Um, there's Starscream getting blown out of the sky. I'm pretty sure that was from a, a few episodes ago. Um, they even color out the laser that shoots down Cyclones to make it black because the laser that guess what the laser that shoots them down in the original episode is red instead of purple, which would be the case here. Like it's insane. And the rest of the time. So, so and obviously the stock footage just looks good. So blur uh, at some point power links is with incinerator and does his thing. And then as soon as you get out of the stock footage takeoff sequence, he is a static Photoshop asset being dragged along the screen. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's so bad. The animation is really, really bad. Um, there's a great line from here. So Optimus and Megatron start fighting and Megatron's like, I can't wait to kill your ass. And like all of the, all the other Autobots are like, shit, we, well, we can't let Megatron kill his ass. But as they try to engage, that's finally when the other Decepticons are like, okay, we know that Megatron said not, uh, not to get involved, but we're going to get involved because y'all are just cheating. Um, and specifically Devastor tries to like, provide support for Optimus and that's when uh, Sandstorm and Ironhide start shooting down at him and they catch him completely off guard which is pretty funny for Devastor. Yeah, like, they fucking completely like, job scavenger here. A guy who can, once again, I I always bring it up, catch the Star Saber with his bare hands. So, yeah, so they get him, like, pretty bad and Grap comes over to, like, get him out of the line of fire. <laughs> There's a great line of him as Grap, like, rescues him where he goes, I'll admit I was unprepared for that. <laughs> <laughs> I I admit, I fucked up. Um, so, I have a note here where, oh yeah, so Blur and Hotshot go to Prime's aid, right? And they're immediately fucking circle straight by uh, Starscream and Cyclonus. Um, yeah, so there's a moment, like, Sandstorm, Sandstorm, like, takes off, uh, transforms, and is about to take off. And when this is where Starscream, he becomes long. Right. And, when Star- and Starstream looks at him and he goes, where the fuck are you going? Then wait up and for me. And Sandstorm, Sandstorm's like, oh, I got a job to do. And, like, goes off after Silverbolt and Hot Rod. And Starstream's like, uh, gotcha, 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 gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> and transforms and, and let, does let the let same. Me on, let me get on this one, my man. I can help out with yeah. this. Yeah, it's like, oh, homie, I'm picking up what you were putting down. Let's go. <laughs> I love to shoot at cars. So, like, Fuck ground pounders. So, I have a note here specifically of what the the animation of Blur flying reminded me of. You know, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Oh Christ! Like, uh-huh. it looks like Adult Swim animation. Where, yeah, that, that was made on a shoestring budget in time, so they just dragged assets across the screen. Yeah. Listen, like I said, I, I've mentioned this before. I've pointed out before that it's particularly with characters when they fly. Yeah, flying, that this is they can't flying. They can't flying is a challenge for the animators in the show. So this is not like the first time that they've done this. However, I would say that this is like the most consistently they've done it. Yeah, there's basically not a single moment of anyone flying in this episode that is not like badly 
animated asset dragged across the background, which is just, like, very unfortunate. Because, like, in the other episodes, it's like, all right, that was pretty bad. But, like, the rest, it'll be, like, single moments, right? Where the rest of the episode is maybe not brilliant, but, like, passable. It's fine. But, like, this is, like... This was just bad. It was so bad, it was folks. Ne- nearly unwatchable. So Hotshot and Blur get pinned down. They're just firing wildly at Starscream and Cyclonus, um, who are just not. They just can't hit them. Um, like, luckily, we got an old man who yells at clouds. Yeah. Oh, by the way, it's, I forgot to say, at some point during this, uh, Sideways just like charges the enemy line solo, and then Redler just shoots him and goes the fuck was that yeah so yeah ratchet shoots him and he goes down and he's like oh no i've been shot in a way that incapacitates me for the rest of this fight and goes down and ratchet's (laughs) like what the fuck and devastor's like that doesn't seem right yeah i was like uh (laughs) something is fishy here that, Um, that seems wrong so like there's a th- another issue with this episode, at least in the dub, is that the audio mixing is terrible. Um, uh, speech that, is that... too quiet, and the lasers are so loud, uh, and they're constantly okay. happening because, like, in the background, uh, Starscream and, and you know, there's there's the fight going on between the flyers and 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 Hotshot and Blur, right? So. Imagine all of that happening in the background, so it's the constant laser foley, except it's way too goddamn loud, and you can barely hear anybody talk. Right. It was a nightmare. But yeah, so Smokescreen decides he's fucking had enough, he's fed yeah. up. Old man, old man yells at Cloud, he and th- <laughs> flings rock. <laughs> he throws a rocket demolisher, but not like at him, just near him. Yeah, and- it's kind of like indiscriminate. He so he's next to again, he's next to Devastor cuz they're like old men hanging out together. Yeah. Um they're they're slowly turning into the old Italian men who look at construction sites. <laughs> Except they're that's the construction why, equipment. Right, exactly. They are the exactly. That's why they're both that's why they're both construction equipment because they're they were modeled <laughs> after old men who watched construction sites in Italy, old Italian men. Uh. Um so um they're hanging out together basically and out of nowhere grap like screams at the sky he's like i'm so mad and he like flings his hook out wraps it around a rock and like catapults it the other way and devastor's like what the fuck next to him and like like visibly recoils and the demolisher also looks at him and goes, what the fuck was that? Like, he looks at this rocket that landed near him. He's like, what, what is that? And then Smokescreen combines with the lift door and just <laughs> fucking starts murking people. Um, he shoots down Starscream. He shoots down Demolisher. Um, Cyclonus manages to, like, do evasive maneuvers. But Starscream gets fucked up here. He gets blown out of the sky. Um... And then Cyclonus is like, hi, you missed. But then he gets shot down by a mysterious uh, third party. Who could that be? Oh, it's Sideways. Hey, why did Sideways shoot Cyclonus down? That's weird. No, it's fine. He's so trustworthy. <laughs> um. So, yeah. So, so Smokescreen just goes fucking sicko mode. And, oh, there's a, there's a bit here where... um. Yeah, so so Demolisher like drops a boulder on Smokescreen to uh, stop him from shooting at Cyclonus. 
Um, and they have a brief Indiana Jones chase here for a oh, little yeah. bit. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait. So before we get to Indiana Jones, because that's also very good, and before, like, Starscream sh- gets sh- shot down as well. So, again, he is he is um, just, you know, uh, supp- basically just suppressing uh, Silverbolt and Hot Rod. And at some point, he's like, all right, actually, fuck this as well. Grid, let's power link and show them the null cannons. And he does that. And he just blows their shit up. The null and null ray stands for nulling your life. Yeah, they get they get their asses kicked. Like, they should not be alive after this. This is what inspires Smokescreen to go ape shit. Um But yeah, we do get the Indiana Jones part. Yeah, they, so Demolisher gets I, I don't remember how he gets dispatched. Um but he does, and then Cyclonus gets shot down by Sideways, who has, of course, he couldn't have been him because he was taken out so so uh, thoroughly by Red Alert earlier. Uh, as as he said, I've been I've been shot, and I'm out of commission for the rest of the battle. Go on without me, my brave friends. Yeah. Um. In his mean- defense, though, who wouldn't want to shoot Cyclonus? <laughs> it's true. Even the uh, all the uh, Decepticons want to do it. But unfortunately, despite the fact that all Decepticons are going down hard at this point, the one who's not going down hard is Megatron. He's uh, still hard. He's still maximum hard. Because he's, he's got the Star still, Saber and the Skyboom shield. I mean, they're all hard. They're as all hard. <laughs> as That's they're all hard. The they're all hard. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> listen, I'm just quoting Carlos here. We're, it's textual. Um, That's what I mean. They're all hard. So, uh, yeah, so Megatron's still pretty invincible because um, he has the Cosmotector and he has the Star Saber and he is pushing, once again, he's pushing Optimus towards the edge of a cliff. Uh, but uh, as the rest of his, again. yeah. <laughs> Hello, darkness, my old friend. Um, but as as they approach the edge of the cliff, that's sort of when the rest of his army gets fucked, and Megatron like turns around to be like, "Oh shit, what's happening to the rest of my army?" And that's when Optimus just grabs the Cosmotector. <laughs> he just fucking eats it into the canyon. <laughs> well, like, yeah. no, he. He he grabs it and Megatron's like let go and like slashes at him to make him let go and as he slashes at it that's when it like from some combination of the forces there it falls into the canyon behind them. Yeah, so he gets disarmed. He gets de-shielded, I guess, not disarmed, uh, but his item level still went down significantly anyway. Uh, but he's like, all right, well, uh, I can still kick your, I can still kill your ass. So he goes for the big swing, and that's when Sparkplug appears to shield Optimus from the blow, and then speaks in English. What? He talks. He says, "Skyboom shield to me." Oh no! I don't like that at all. I don't Winter like that even a little bit. See. <laughs> I hate that. What the <laughs> fuck? Yeah, it wasn't good. I was like, wait, what the hell was that? Um, and yeah, so this, the fucking shield, like, responds to his call and shields uh, Optimus from the Star Saber here. And when they collide, a big thing shoots up into the sky. So, so yes, yeah, so the kids are watching this at home and they're like, 
that looks familiar. And if the Decepticons are on Earth and the Autobots are on Earth and Doubleface is looking elsewhere, then who was phone? It's fucking the Unicron theme plays distantly. <laughs> So, yeah, the, a, a beam of light once again gets shot into space. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Literally, that's how the end of the episode yeah. goes into Japanese, is Carlos saying, don't worry about it. I'm sure it's fine. Uh, yeah, so we'll check back in on that in about 30 episodes uh, <laughs> to see how fine it is. In the meantime, though... Megatron retreats, giving up the Skyboom shield. Uh, I, he, I guess he could try to grab it, but he probably doesn't want to bother. And also, like, this guy, the, the Cosmotector specifically, so, <laughs> Prime does not speak in English in the sub. He beeps. He beeps, and Megatron's like, fine, I'll fuck it, I'll cut through you as well. I don't give a shit. Um, but he continues beeping, and his beeping summons the, the Cosmotector from the depths of the canyon which comes to optimus's aid and has obviously like chosen optimus yeah. as its wielder yeah I, once again i do kind of wish that the dark saber was a thing in the show that when megatron had the star saber it was all evil and purple uh like the toy but you know we can't have everything um, but yeah, so they teleport away, Optimus has the shield now, and everyone gathers around Smokescreen to tell him what a fucking badass he is. Deservedly so. Um, they would, they, they would have fucking lost if he hadn't gone apeshit. Yeah, for sure. Sometimes... And he's like, "Oh, you guys are making me blush. Aw, <laughs> oh, shucks, guys. Yeah. I have blood in me. <laughs> That's, and then they cut to black. I've got blood in me. <laughs> Da, 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 da. <laughs> the curb your enthusiasms. <laughs> play. That's where we get here. That episode was extremely ugly. I, I might scrub through it to find some particularly good uh, frames to post to the Twitter alongside the episode. Because uh, boy, it sure looks away. It does I don't look think away. I don't think I'll be able to capture the fucking Adult Swim animation of Blur flying though. That's just. Beautiful. I mean, whom amongst us could? Go watch an old episode of Space Ghost Coast to Coast. It'll be this of the same quality, pretty much. I feel. Um, so yeah, that was decisive battle. Uh, we we got a, we got another new guy, another new toy you can buy. I of course also had the Blur toy. He was pretty cool. Um, he couldn't hold his guns though. They had to like attach to his arms because he had uh, he had like hard molded fingers that couldn't move. Well, he's hard. <laughs> That's right. As we, they're all hard, uh, but he's especially hard. Um. So is, so is Optimus. Anyway, we got questions. Um, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> uh, do we have any on Twitter? I don't think we got any on Twitter. No, none on Twitter. So let's hit up that Discord Comlink channel. Uh, Casey asks, what stage do you have in the Hitman mission to assassinate you? What is the funniest way to kill you? Hmm. Trying to imagine, thinking about Hitman maps. What would be a good Hitman map for me? I think I get assassinated at an anime convention. I was about to suggest for you, I think you might be an anime con. How, what would be the, like, 
the funny kill though because uh i always think about in the um i think it's marrakesh where you can drop a moose head on that guy yeah 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 no what would it be for me um i hmm. poison pocky is a potential one yeah that would be pretty good that'd be pretty funny um i get crushed by a rolling giant funko pop <laughs> the, the the big all might funko pop yeah 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 like the the life-size ones get like either drop uh, on me or roll over me and that is the most undignified death possible oh it's pretty awful i mean listen i work in electronics warehouse so there's all sorts of things you could do but the, i mean let's see what, what what would that's my work i would need to be assassinated at my hobby which at this point is mostly playing Final Fantasy fourteen. Right. Yeah, no, you uh you get electrocuted at your computer. <laughs> no, yeah, they, no, he cuts the power, making me go to the circuit breaker, where he then uh he then blows me up or something. Um I wanna tell a little bit of a story about my, the one of my favorite Hitman moments uh from from the game. So on the Colorado level in the like militia camp. Oh yeah. There is a uh there's a there's a a kill opportunity God, it's such where a hard you level. can use it's really hard. I, uh, I, I fucking can't stand that level, but yeah. It's it's extremely hard. It's not it's not my least favorite. I think Marrakesh or no, not Marrakesh. Um uh, there's the, the the one with the like the Warzone one. I can't remember what that one's called. Um that might actually be Marrakesh. But regardless, um there's a guy who there's like a lady there who is um doing some some training on how to breach a door to assassinate targets and you can kill her with the battering ram uh yes and yes. there was there is an ex- when i did that i got the alert uh notification but only for her because she realized what was going to happen right as i did it which is incredible because like I, I see the alert she looks towards me and then i activate the battering ram and fucking explode her it was Pretty amazing. Good. And as soon as she dies, no one else knows what happened. Complete accident. No suspicion. It was amazing. Those games whip ass. I really got to yeah, play the Yeah, they really two. do. They really do. Um, I think that's how I killed her as well, yeah, actually. It's, it's really fun because you can just... Uh, but the, just the fucking pure comedy of getting the alert and then immediately rescinding the alert. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Casarachnia has a few questions for us, including, hey, if there was two robots on the moon and one killed the other with a rock, would that be fucked up or what? Hear about that moon cube they found on the moon? Uh, <laughs> no, it's, well, yeah, first of all, that. Second of all, they don't kill each other with a rock. They bi- completely bisect it. Yeah. They they block the rock with the shield. Um. No, oh, I was, I was making a bumblebee. Oh, Yeah. Where they do, they do kill Cliff Jumper on the moon. They, they, on a moon, not the moon. I believe he dies on. I don't want to say it's Io, but I'm not entirely sure. He do- um, well, listen. It's every moon is the moon. Every moon is the moon. Um, Casrak Cas also asks if you had to do a Seven Samurai Transformers movies pitch, where a bunch of bots turn out to protect a human village in feudal Japan. Which bots would you cast as the seven? No Thundercracker I'm, because he's writer director. Obviously Drift. Of course. That's like that's like the that's like the uh yeah, so it's Drift, um Cyclonus, definitely. Yeah, obviously Cyclonus, obviously Drift. Um Let's see here. I think 
I'm running out of sword guys. I got. I got. I got to do some deep pulls here. Um, yeah, I mean, depending on your version, Wheeljack. Yeah, Prime Wheeljack. Get him in there. It's like some some more hard. I think. I think Armada Blur could fit in there pretty well. Get him in there as as a wandering mercenary. So that's four. I need three more guys. Um, Windblade. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. Um. I mean. I didn't design her that way. She was fan created. I did not. We all designed her that way. No, I I very much did not design her that way. (laughs) But it says she's fan created. Um, Oh, but you know what? On that note, RC. Yep, I do. I was about to say IDWRC too. So one more guy. We need one more guy. Who's the um? Oh, is that uh, is that Toshiro Mifune's character? Who's like the the main character of that? Who's that one? Oh man, I'm not sure. It's been a hot minute since I watched Seven Samurai. <laughs> oh, who's the seventh? Casting my 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 mind. Dinobot. It's Dinobot. Beast Wars Dinobot. Okay. There we go. So it's it's Drift Cyclone. It's IDW Drift, IDW Cyclonus, Armada Blur, uh, IDWRC, IDW Windblade, Beast Wars Dinobot, and who was the other one? Wheeljack. Wheel Prime Wheeljack. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, that I would see that movie. Yeah. Hell, fuck. Fuck. I'm, I am actually thinking about like a like a you know we they did the Hearts of Iron. Uh, thing where all of them are, are like 1800 steampunk things. Oh, hearts, what of, if, uh, hearts of Steel. Yeah. yeah. Hearts of Steel. What if we went further back? I want to see a fucking like medieval Transformers. I want to see siege weaponry Transformers. <laughs> Decepticon and King Arthur's Court is still there. <laughs> it's still there. Oh my God. It's still there. Oh, I forgot. Frenzy jousts on top of Starscream. Or maybe it's Ramjet. It's one of the two. Um,. Let's see. Cass also uh, asks, which funny robot goes Super Saiyan first? I feel like there are characters in this franchise who have gone Super Saiyan at some point. Um, IDWRC. I was going to say, first, IDWRC. Second, uh, Tarantulas. <laughs> oh, I love Tarantulas. What a, what, a, what a crazy motherfucker. Love that guy. Scott what? Pilgrim, but it's Prowl's shitty exes instead. Oh, Did you see man. that there was um, Prowl X Week on Twitter? Where Whoa. each day was dedicated to a different one of Prowl's exes? He has so many. IDW Prowl's exes. It was like Chrome Dome. It was Spring... Not Springer. Um, it was Chrome Dome. It was Tarantulas. Uh-huh. Uh, it was RC. God. Um, it was all the Constructicons. <laughs> Um, I'm world's to think worst of, polycule. Yeah, I'm trying to think of who else it was, but it was like a week dedicated to Prowl's exes, which is so fucking funny. That's incredible. IDW Prowl is a nightmare man, and I love him. Just the worst man. Possible. Day seven may have been tables. <laughs> I was one of them Rodimus. I feel like one of them might have been Rodimus. Rodimus also has a lot of exes. Uh, or at least he has the energy of it. I don't know if we meet that many. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Mello asks, is classing into sword and board palette a good idea? Directly uh, quoting my my thing. Uh, depends on the game system. And he also, he also asks, what is a sword and board paladin? Well, it's when you have a sword and a shield. Like what Megatron was doing this episode. It worked out pretty well for him. And the power, the power of God and anime on your side. That's right. Uh, finally... 
Horde My Starstream asks You repeatedly talk in terms you repeatedly talking in terms of breaking the masquerade has my thoughts crossing the streams. Now, question one, what is your opinion on Vampire the Masquerade? So I've only played Vampire the Masquerade in the tabletop version of it. I've never played the video game version of it. Um I have a pretty uh like love-hate relationship with White Wolf games in general. Um that seems I really very like, common. I feel like that's yeah. a lot of people. So White Wolf Games, it was actually, Scion was actually the first tabletop game I ever played. I did play um, D&D for years afterwards because I happened to be part of a gaming society in college that actually was uh, pretty anti-D&D, much to my pleasure. So Sign was actually the first White Wolf game I ever played, but I also played Vampire the Masquerade. And I really like the stories that White Wolf games try to tell, but their mechanic sucks. The D10 system that they use, where you just roll a shit ton of D10s, is terrible. <laughs> oh, man. It's so bad. It's so bad. I had to buy, like, 40 D10s to run a Scion game. I, I I only know of uh, Masquerade through Osmosis. Like my my opinion on it is fairly neutral. I think it honestly it seems like it's got a lot of cool ideas. It's also got a lot of weird shit in it. But you know that's that's vampire media of that era it can be very yeah. fraught. Yeah my my basic my basic feelings about it is like very cool story time uh, story ideas, very bad mechanics. Yeah, um, and then let's see. Uh, this question, and this last question is, uh, what would be the Transformer equivalent to a vampire? Um, there are a few of these, actually. Yeah, there are. So, in IDW, there are Spark Eaters, um, which, they do what you think they do. They eat people's hearts, uh, or sparks. Just slurp them right out of there. Then, there is, there are literal vampires at a certain point in Transformers Prime, uh, which we will get to eventually. Not that too episode, far from now. That's that a promise. Episode, that episode fucking rules too. Holy shit. Um, yeah, they, but you know, they just, uh, much like us, Transformers require, you know, liquid running through their bodies to function, in their case, Energon. So you got someone who can suck Energon out. That's, that's a vampire. In fact, and- there was, there's a vampire in, uh, G1 too. Yeah. Yeah, um, so more more importantly, the difference is that the shit that runs through their veins, Energon, is also the same shit that they eat to survive. Yes. So there's there's also, like, discussion as well about, like, the discussion of when people, like, turn to cannibalism in, <laughs> uh, in Transformers is much more serious, because it's much more of a one-to-one. Yeah. Um... Uh thing and so it's like a much more viable thing to do if you're a shitty person or in a terrible spot etc animated black arachnia also sort of got turned into a vampire kind of her deal is just all sorts of fucked up but uh, she's she's vampire coded let's say um but uh, Horn Hornmeister's uh, take here behind the spoiler tag is a swarm of nanobots hijacking a Cybertronian's body and using it to hunt for other sparks. That's cool. I like that. Um, I think that is all. That, nanobot swarms possessing people has definitely also come up at some point, but they've never been a vampire. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, no, cool. it's uh, it's uh, like Spider's Man. Yeah. <laughs> 
I'm I'm pulling for him to show up in that next Spider Verse movie. <laughs> Put him Let's in. Fucking go. Part one. We're getting two of them. Movies are back. Um, but yeah, in so a that, that, big way. In a big way. Fuck. Fuck a No Way Home. I've got. I know. I've got Spider Verse Part One. Um, but yeah, that's been our episode. Uh, all lots of talk of terrible animation and and hard bots. So you know how it is. We have been prime cuts you can find us on twitter at prime cuts pod uh where we post question posts and you can join our discord by clicking the link in our twitter profile everyone should do this and join us we should once we have enough people in here i want to do a jackbox night oh that'll be fun so uh and of course you know we we are part of the noise space dot xyz network full of incredible shows like zero to zero and kyle xy and lmnop about elementary which is just lovely to say it just rolls right off the tongue uh where can they find you oh they can find me i'm at dragon smoocher uh uh they can also find me burying my face in the fucking endwalker trough whenever i get the chance these days uh by the time you hear this hopefully i've gotten more chances to play but you know I've been standing in those lines, you know, that, that, that did the funked land fast pass video release. And I've been thinking about that a lot lately. No reason. I'm not looking at my, my, uh, 5,000 person queue right now at all. Um, you can also find other projects I do, including one that is about to rev up about said game, uh, radio free Heidelin at Heidelin radio. We recorded the first episode of that earlier last week i'm super excited for that to get started because let me tell you playing in walker has only reinforced my thought that that is a good idea for a podcast um and of course you can also find me on disney minus at disney minus pod talking about the accursed hordes of the house of mouse uh last week uh was the last episode was jingle all the way which should be releasing the same day as this episode and next one, we're watching The Nutcracker in the Four Realms. The whomst? Do you remember when they tried to turn The Nutcracker, the ballet, into Lord of the Rings? Of Bro, course I'm you fucking don't. Jewish. <laughs> no, well, trust me, no one, people who, are, who celebrate Christmas don't remember it either. Um, but that's what the RNG gave us. So that's what we're watching. And of course, you can also find my past project over at podcast of power on twitter the Shira companion podcast i did with my friend jane also the co-host of Heidel- uh, radio free heidelin Whew. all right that's me yeah i'm not as exciting i'm audrey you can find me on tumblr and twitter at optimum and prime my funny robot internet joke and then you can also listen to the other podcast i do which is also on the noise base network uh pot agreed which is a Yu-Gi-Oh podcast and we're at the beginning of season three of gx and things are going well and we are saying the word milk a lot very which milky is season of television it's a really milky season of anime so i i, I did utter the words dual milk inflation Ugh. on our last episode and that that's just um something i have to live with now that's 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 your cross to bear that's, that's your my sense. cross to bear now that's that's my jewish cross to bear <laughs> <laughs> well until next time everyone i i am going i will transform and and 
roll out. Well, not not so much roll as just sort of be uh, dragged across the landscape by by the cursor of the graphic designer who was press ganged into animating this episode. Yeah, I will also uh, drag my asset across a static background transform and roll out. Peach. Peach. Peach.